Welcome to Digital Marketing for Contractors, a podcast for home improvement contractors to help you crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Join us each episode as we give you powerful insights and practical tips on the best digital marketing strategies to help you grow your home improvement business. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Digital Marketing for Contractors podcast. This is a podcast all about helping home improvement contractors to crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Digital Marketing for Contractors is hosted by Fat Cat Strategies. We are a digital marketing agency based in Raleigh, North Carolina. My name is Don. I'm one of the account managers here at Fat Cat. And I'm Janet. I am the founder and managing partner. And Janet, today we are talking about something that I know is a favorite topic of yours and also a question that we get a lot from our different home improvement contractor clients. And that's really all about learning how to make the most of your CRM. Yeah. And one of the kind of telltale signs that if I ask, you know, a contractor who's thinking about working with us, if I ask him on a call, Hey, what CRM do they use? Do you use? And he says, "What's a CRM?" Yes. Then I already know a whole lot about his business. Yeah, absolutely, we know <laughs> what's going on, where they're at. With so their why business. don't we yeah. define what those letters mean? Yeah. So CRM, we're talking about a customer relationship management system or manager, just depending on uh, how you're looking at it. Yeah, it's software. It's a tool that you use on your computer. In the home improvement industry, there's a bunch of them. You probably are familiar with a few of them. Um, We're not here today to necessarily get into the weeds of the the ins and outs of the different CRMs that are out there. But we do want to help you be able to figure out like, how you should be using it, what you can actually do with a CRM that will help you to be able to grow your business. Yeah. So I think because we see a lot of what I would say is kind of just missed opportunity uh, from contractors who maybe have a CRM, but aren't utilizing it very much. Or don't have one at all. Yeah. And then when I talk to them, they kind of challenge me and go, why do I need that? Yeah. And um, I think that's the great question. And I think yeah. our answer is, well, if you're not using it well, we guarantee you there's money being left on the table somewhere. Yeah, I can guarantee you, you are handicapping yourself and limiting your ability to scale. Yeah. Okay. So let's just kind of talk about then, you know, I, I think most everybody knows the basics of what a CRM is, but let's talk about what it's supposed to do. What is it that we think contractors can really benefit from using their CRMs to do for their business? So before I answer that question, um, I just want to, you know, let the listener know if you've been following along on this podcast, or maybe you just ducked into this episode, we're about to get into a whole bunch of information that you may have already solved this problem. So we have episodes four, five, and six. We cover different levels of contractor businesses, home improvement businesses over the course of their you know growth and scale. And we've kind of loosely categorized them as a level one, level two, and level three. Today's episode is really targeted at that level one contractor that's trying to get into level two or they're at the beginning of level two and they're trying to um, grow their business and get some efficiencies of scale. If you have already nailed this, this episode is going to be pretty boring for yeah, you. You, can you might want to skip it. <laughs> yeah, that's But great. if you don't even know what a CRM is, stick around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you're at the advanced end of level two or you're level three, you've already mastered what a CRM can do for you right. or you wouldn't be there at this point. So, so, so you asked me the question, what can a CRM do? Because I have to answer this question when I'm talking to prospective clients of ours. And they usually tell me, well, I manage it in a spreadsheet or I manage it in a notebook. Yeah. And so I'm going to take the most 
basic um, example and, and walk you through a scenario. Let's say you are managing your prospective uh, clients, homeowners that want to hire you to do a service, build a deck, replace a roof, remodel their kitchen, whatever it is. You've got a list of those folks in a spreadsheet. What if you meet with a homeowner that says, you know, we're, we're considering redoing our kitchen, but we're not ready to do it yet. We're just kind of gathering some information. We think we'll be ready in about nine months. So what tools do you have to remind you nine months from now when you're busy doing a whole bunch of other stuff to call that person back? And then in addition, where are you going to find the notes about the conversation that you had with them nine months ago. Yeah. To even remember what to talk yeah, about. Like where are you going to have, are you going to dig around in a, maybe like a note app on your phone? Are you going to flip back through a hundred pages in a spiral bound notebook? You might actually be able to do that. What I'm saying is as you scale and as the numbers of prospective homeowners that you talk to grows, your ability to manage those relationships, those notes, those reminders, that calendar with, you know, a database of 300 prospective clients, 3,000, 30,000. I talked to somebody yesterday that has 22,000 homeowners in their database. Yeah. You can't manage that with a notebook and a spreadsheet and nope. a pencil. You can't. Nope. So that's what a CRM can do for you. It manages relationships, and that's what it is. It's a relationship. You talk to somebody, they expressed an interest, you offered a solution, they may or may not have been interested in buying at that moment, but you want to keep in touch with them. Yeah, The CRM is going to help you do that. Help you do all those things. That's great. Yeah, I, I see it uh, improve everything for our contractors in terms of how they track leads, how they track sales, how they work with their employees, how they communicate with their customers during, before, during, and after a job. Like All of those kinds of things are improved by uh, companies that are using their CRM well. So it is a super helpful tool, um, but it does take a lot of time to it be does. able to manage it, to get it up and running and to just even know like how, how do I even pick one and I yeah. think that's the that's the question that we probably get most often yeah. is what's the best one can you guys tell me which CRM I ought to be using I had that question literally yesterday um and my answer was I can't answer that for you yeah <clears throat> because it kind of depends on where your business is and the company that I was talking to yesterday um they service residential customers but the company I was talking to yesterday is not even a home improvement contractor. They do water filtration. Um, they install water filtration systems, and then there's all kinds of replenishable supplies that need to be you know, sold uh -huh. to the homeowners. So they now have a CRM in place that is a proprietary system owned by the marketing agency that built their website. Well, they want to now leave their marketing agency and they've got 22,000 names and history and records and notes and sales notes in this software that's locked away, connected to a company that they don't want to work with anymore. So when people, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> when people ask me, Janet, what CRM should I choose? My short answer is, I can't really make that choice for you. My next answer is, pick a platform that is independent of say your your age your marketing agency pick a platform that specializes in 
working with roofers that specializes in working with um, builders like builder trend is tailor-made for builders. Yeah. Uh, AccuLinks has targeted the roofing roofing contractors. Yeah. So there's different products that target what you do. Pick one that um, you're comfortable with that you think your staff is going to be comfortable with and be really clear on what kind of problems are you trying to solve? Are you trying to solve a sales problem? Are you trying to stop trying to solve a production management problem? Cause that software can manage the entire relationship. And some of them do a better job on the sales end. And some of them do a better job on the, the project management end. Yeah. So my advice would be understand who owns that company before you get in bed with them. If you want to leave them, what does that look like? Can yeah. you export your data? Does the the platform that you're looking at, does it integrate with other bits of software? So if we go back to like the the roofer angle, you know, there's other software out there that's really cool, like Hover, that does these, um, you know, takeoff measurements on a roof. Yeah. If you're going to use Hover, if you're going to use like a, a quoting tool like Leap, does it integrate with your CRM? So, or if you're going to use some sort of uh, tool like um, to manage text messages mm -hmm. to a, a large list of, of prospects or customers, you know, there's some out there like Hatch. What, is, what does it integrate with? Yeah. Just try not to box yourself into software that's closed off behind a wall, yeah. whatever that wall is. Yeah, I, I think all of that is really great. And I think the other... Uh, you know, maybe just kind of like simple aspect of thinking about picking a, a CRM that I see with contractors is to just think about like, Hey, which one of these are we actually going to use? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, user adoption. Yeah. At the end of the day, like if you've got this big, shiny, fancy tool, but none of your team is actually working with it, then it's the wrong CRM for you. Even if it's supposed to do all the things that you need it to do, if you guys aren't actually using it, it's not worth very much. So, you know, having, uh, I think as you're thinking about picking one, having a key couple people on your staff be involved in the process right. who are going to be people who need to use the CRM regularly, like, have them look at it, have them demo it, have them see like, is this, does this seem like it's going to do the things that we need it to do? And can I see myself actually using this on a daily basis and being okay with it? Right. The other thing, if you're, if you're trying to figure out how to pick a CRM, um, and I've shopped for a lot of software in my life, one of the deciding factors that I like to look at is how mature is the product? What kind of documentation do they have and what kind of support do they have? Yeah. Because if you, if you decide to implement a product uh, to help you manage your business and you have questions about it and every time you call the company or you email them, no one ever calls you back. That might not be the best product yeah. for you. You know, if you if you're trying to run a report, a sales report on a closing ratio for one of your sales guys, and you you just feel like, wow, these reports are clunky, or I'd like to ask for a feature. Depending on the company, the the software that you picked, you know, it's it's a company. How many people yeah. work there? How many developers work there? Do they have training resources? Do they have webinars you can attend? Do they have um you know, a, a, a customer success specialist that'll right. help you get that thing implemented. Yeah. So you're not just looking at features and price. What's going to be the journey to get it implemented in your, in your organization in a way that everybody is 
playing from the same playbook. How many leads came in? How many appointments did we set? How many appointments did we go on? How many jobs did we sell? And how many jobs did we finish that we need to invoice? All that can be managed with your CRM, but only if your team is using it. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think what you said about customer customer support is really good too, just because, you know, here's the real truth about CRMs. Like they're complex tools. They are complex pieces of software. And more likely than not, you're going to get stuck at some point, no matter which one you pick. Right. And there's going to be something that you need to figure out that you can't figure out. And so what what happens when you need to figure out an answer that you can't get? You know, are they accessible to be able to help you right. answer that problem? Do they have support uh, online and in person that you can contact? You know, all the, those are great things to just be able to think about as a way of deciding what's going to work for you. Okay, so we've said, you know, user adoption, like your team actually being able to use the software is really probably the the biggest factor in terms of helping that be the case. So what, what as a contractor, though, and maybe especially as, a, as the business owner or the general manager, like... How do you actually go about doing that? Like, what what can you do to help your team use the CRM effectively? Pick it up, actually start making it a part of their routine, you know, figuring out how to implement the things. Like, I think this is one of the things that I see with contractors is kind of like, well, we've got this thing and nobody knows how to use it. We just kind of throw it at everybody and nobody's doing anything with it. And now we're frustrated because we've got this thing and it's not, you know, nobody's picking it up. But there's probably not been any kind of like real process there to help the team get to that place. This kind of sounds lofty. Um, and I'm imagining guys in their trucks about to roll their eyes. Um, I think if you can ahead of time as the owner or general manager, be real clear on why are you doing this? And then if possible, if your organization is big enough, if you can appoint somebody as the champion of, you know, this implementation. Hey guys, we're going to use, I'm, I am going to name some brands just because I think it'll make the podcast more interesting. Go for it. Hey guys, we're going to use AccuLinks. We're going to migrate everything into AccuLinks. We've been using spreadsheets and Susan, our office manager is going to lead things up. The first thing you need to do is make sure that Susan knows how to use it. Get her, make sure she sits through a demo that she's the point of contact to communicate with the sales rep that sold, sold you on it. You know, know how that there's some like 10 step process for your call center people or your appointment setters that, you know, that they need to do these three things in the system. And then, you know, you sit down with Susan and map that out for each job role in the company, whether it's a salesperson, uh, a project manager, um, somebody who's uh, manning your phones and setting appointments. What are the top two or three things that you want them to do in that CRM. And then also what kind of reports do you want to pull out of it to be able to make business decisions? If you can get really clear ahead of time on that, then you can kind of laser in on just the features that you need to get set up first yeah, so that you can tell clearly tell somebody on your staff, use these things and here's why. Yeah, I, th- I think that's great. I think having somebody on your team that really is kind of focused on it and that is trained very well and how to be able to use it and that can comfortably train others, you know, those are the biggest pieces. Um, I think too, like uh, you'll need to schedule in advance, but don't be afraid to take a day where you just say, hey, we're we're not doing jobs today. We're just going to have a training day on how to be able to implement it the CRM. It might take more than one day. Yeah, right. it may take more than that, but you know, you're just going to have to realistically say, 
hey, this day is going to be hard. It may not be fun. It's not necessarily exactly what you probably yeah, plan on doing donuts, this week. Get some coffee, yeah, yeah. beer. <laughs> exactly, whatever it takes. But just recognize to get your people adopted and using this, you're going to have to spend some time on it. You can't expect to just have them download an app on their phone and say go and that they're going to you know, uh, just be up and running and, and make it happen. So it will take some time and some training. So let's let's run through some of the things that um, that a company who's not using a CRM will be able to do after they've implemented a CRM. Yeah. I, I think this is so great. And I, from a marketing angle, this is one of the things that we really see when we when we ask and when we find out how a contractor is using their CRM um, can really kind of open some doors to be yeah. able to say, okay, if they're using their CRM well, then there's some things that we can do. And I think in particular, one of the biggest ones is email marketing. Yes. So if, if, a, if a contractor has their CRM up to date, and what that means is that, you know, every uh, virtually every lead that comes through, they've collected data on those leads. You know, they've got names, addresses, emails, phone numbers for everybody. And if they've been tracking them through the sales and production process and updating the status of those leads. So if, you know, we know like an appointment got set, um, a, a demo was done, but it didn't sell. Uh, or it, the, the customer or the client, the lead did become a, a customer. The, the job did sell. Um, and here's the date that it sold. You know, if, if we have that kind of information, then it, it enables us as marketers to be able to say, hey, let's send out an email to all the leads that you have in your CRM that demoed an appointment but didn't sell. And let's see if we can warm those leads back up yes. and maybe turn some of them into customers. But you've got to have status in your CRM to be able to know who that is to send those emails to. Right. Otherwise, you risk sending emails to folks who are going to, you know, may have been customers of yours and they're like, why are you trying to get me to buy? I just bought a job from you last right. month, you right. know? So you got to have some of that updated. But then on the flip side, like when you do have it, even for your, your customers, you can send out newsletters and things to your previous customers that might encourage them to repeat as a customer. Right. But you got to know who that is, how to be able to get that data, how to export it and be able to get it into an email program. You know, and we can, as a, as a marketing agency, we do all of that, uh, but we can't update your CRM for you. We can't right. track your customers. We can pull a report and segment a list and we can come up with all kinds of ideas and images and messaging to send out what we would call like a rehash email uh -huh. um, or an upsell or a cross promotion email. But if we don't have confidence that we're pulling the right segments out of your CRM, like you said, Don, you risk sending a message to a homeowner saying, Hey, you know, I know you met with one of our sales reps and it didn't seem like it was the right time, but here's, you know, we're now, if you, if you buy 10 windows, we'll give you the 11th one free. Yeah. You know, that would be like a rehash message. Well, if that accidentally goes to a homeowner that just signed a contract. Yeah. Bought 11 windows and didn't get one of them for free. Yeah, They bought 11 <laughs> windows and they didn't get one for free. That is because the information in your CRM was not up to date. Yep. So um, that's on the marketing side. Yeah. Some other cool things that we can do when your CRM is up to date, this is getting a little bit in the weeds, but we can export a list from your CRM. Again, let's say it's those uh, demo no sales, like appointments that came, or not appointments, but leads that came into your system. And maybe you never even got them on the phone. Yeah, That happens a lot. They yep. fill out a form and then they ghost you. We can export based on some filters, and then we can upload that as a custom audience 
into a PPC platform and do a remarketing campaign yep. where maybe, you know, these folks that filled out a form, but you never could get them on the, on the phone, we can configure, let's say, a Facebook ad that only shows to that audience. Yeah. Doesn't show to a broad audience of everybody in your service area, just those folks that you can't get to call you back. We can show them an ad. Yeah. We, if, if your data in your CRM is not up to date, those cool things are not on the table for you. Right. They're just not an option. Yeah, that's right. And there's no way I can run a report on your spiral notebook. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Nope. Yeah. Never going to happen. So I, I agree with that. And, um, I, you know, I would say too, I think even beyond marketing, there's, uh, you know, just some really cool options that open up when you are keeping good track of data in your CRM. I think, I think one is just the possibilities that it allows for in terms of being able to communicate with your customers, especially your active customers. So whether you're at the like, you know, beginning of the job, middle of the job, after the job, like all of those things come with different types of communication that need to be happening. And if you're doing that correctly in your CRM and updating them all along the way, you can actually set up automation to be able to send out text messages or emails or even to prompt your uh, your office manager or your call center on when it's time to call somebody and to let them know, hey, your, uh, your supplies have been ordered or they have come in and we'll be able to be out on the job site next week installing. Or, hey, we just completed that job for you. Would you be willing to leave us a review for how, you know, we did on the job? Like all of those kinds of things are possible. And even you can do them automated when you've got that information correct in your CRM. And if you don't, then you're just at the whim of trying to remember to do all of those things, you know, as they come up on your daily schedule. And that just gets really hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell a little story. Um, and this doesn't come from our experience with a client. It comes from my experience as a homeowner. Um, so full disclosure, we don't have any clients right now that use the CRM called Jobber. My experience with Jobber is as a customer. Last year I got my house painted. It had been about 10 years since I'd had my house painted. So I did what homeowners do. I did a Google search on painters near me. There you go. I looked at their websites. I picked one that looked like it was an established business that was going to be able to come out and give me a quote pretty quickly. Um, so as soon as I filled out that form with that local painting company, I was in their system and I could tell because I'm a marketer and I was kind of looking for this stuff. And I immediately started to get email messages and text messages to Don's point that told me exactly where I was in the process. Yeah, I got, I knew, you know, when the person was going to come out and meet me at my house to measure and give me a quote, I was able to communicate easily through the jobber system and put information like, Hey, I want you to give me an estimate on the exterior, but I also want my basement painted, which is interior. And it's about 400 square feet. All of that. When I, as a customer went back and clicked on a link from my email, I didn't really have to remember a login or anything. I was plunked right in the middle of jobber and I could see the full history of my relationship with this company, including we went through I think three different estimates where, you know, I was like, Oh no. Okay. Don't do that, but do this, add this second coat here. And all of that was done made. So, um, such a delightful experience to me as a customer because the jobber CRM software made that local painting company a better company. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And so that's where, you know, it is a work on your part as a contractor yeah, to, to be able to up, get I'm that sure kind wasn't of stuff. Easy. Yeah, to get it going uh, is complicated, but it enhances your business. It improves your relationships with your customer. It allows you to improve your marketing and the things that you can do. And so it's worth the time and effort to, you know, figure out how to make that a part of your business. So, uh, okay, I think we've covered it pretty well. Yeah. Any kind of closing thoughts that you want to add here about CRMs? Uh, I think what I'm going to do is maybe have a saved, uh, this episode saved on my desktop. And the next time I'm talking to a prospect yeah. <laughs> and they say, why do I need a stinking CRM? I'm going to say, hey man, I'm just going to email you this MP4 file and listen to it. <laughs> I got a podcast episode for you. I'll or send a link yeah. to it. <laughs> call me back. <laughs> yeah. Call me back in like 25 minutes. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we are Fat Cat Strategies, and we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Digital Marketing for Contractors. If we can help you in any way to be able to crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level, even helping give you some advice on how to be able to make the most of your CRM, we would love to do that for you. You can go to fatcatstrategies.com slash call and schedule a call with us today to help figure out how we can create a custom digital marketing game plan for you. Again, that's fatcatstrategies.com slash call. That's it for today. We look forward to talking to you next time on Digital Marketing for Contractors. We'll see you. Digital Marketing for Contractors is created by Fat Cat Strategies. For more information, visit fatcatstrategies.com.